Welcome back to Two Under Par, your favorite golf podcast. This is a special episode. There will be no uh, no betting, no gambling talk this time around. We actually have our first guest. We have Rhode Island's own Will Dixon. Uh, so, Will, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, guys. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All right, so let's just let's dive right in. Just give a little background um, of like. Basically, you. What's the what's the two minute Will Dixon golf biography? Yeah, sure. So, you know, I was raised in uh, Providence, Rhode Island, um, and I, you know, I grew up. I went to Moses Brown High School, um, played golf for them for four years, um, won four round state championships. So that was pretty cool. Um, I believe I was the only person so far to do that. So. Um, that was nice. And then I committed to Georgia tech to play college golf, um, at the start of my sophomore year in high school. So that was pretty early. Um, and I mean, long story short in college, you know, I didn't really go my way. Um, I had ACL surgery in my right knee after freshman year. Um, I was stupid and played basketball and tore, uh, tore my ACL there. So, uh, it was a long road. You know, I, I battled a really, really good team ahead of me, um, but eventually got into the lineup my senior year and uh, had a really good experience, played some solid golf, got to travel to some really cool places and play some really nice courses. Um, then it ultimately led me to turn pro after uh, the summer, after that summer, after my senior year, turn pro um, and then got into a car accident right before Corn Ferry Tour Q School that fall and fractured my right wrist. So that was another little setback. But you know what? I remained really positive through that. Um, had a really good off season, and then just started this year out um, really strong. You know, I I had a really good outlook and put together a really good schedule, and uh, was fortunate enough to you know Monday qualify into three Corn Ferry tournaments, um, as well as winning three other. Uh, many tour events along the way so you know it's it's been a really good first six seven months of this year and um you know i i am really looking forward to uh this upcoming q school this this fall this corn Ferry q school um so yeah that's where we're at right now yeah that's a lot to take in i want to tell you the first time i remember hearing about you so me and yep. sam we both uh played you know, high school golf in Rhode Island as well. We went to Cherahoe. Obviously, you're younger than us. The first time I remember you was, I'm assuming it was your first Junior Am championship at West Warwick. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That was yep. the first time you played against, a, you know, one of our high school teammates in like the first or second round. Okay. And, you know, we had high hopes for this kid. You know, it was great, great players. Like, you got a chance to win it. And he gets yeah. smoked by this kid that was like 13 at the time. Yeah. And we're like, well, yeah. where is, what the hell? And that, yeah. and from that on, Will Dixon has been on the map for Rhode Island golfers. So that was the first time, you know, we saw you. And then obviously, like you said, you went on to win state champion, uh, you know, all four years at Cranston. So um, yeah. that was, that was, uh, that it was cool to see someone in Rhode Island that young, that good at the time. And obviously everything that you've gone through now, it, a lot of perseverance in your career so far and it's probably i don't know i i look at it as a blessing in disguise to get it at, you know persevere through things like that because sometimes people don't 
go through hurdles like that till they're 26, 27, and they never recover. But yeah, you, yeah, you I mean, through those things young. Yeah, you're right. You know, it's uh, the road to, you know, the road to the top is, is never a straight line. And, you know, I, I thought it always would be. I never thought that there would be any sort of, you know, tough battles. But um, I was in a pretty long one for, you know, the better part of four years and uh, three, you know, three and a half years. And, you know, but you see it now, you guys on tour, the young guys on tour, right? Not everybody's the Jordan Spieth and even Jordan Spieth. I mean, look at his last three years. Hasn't been, you know, too special, right? So mm-hmm. everybody goes through it. And um, I guess I guess I'm glad I've already gone through that. And hopefully there's, <laughs> there's not too many to go, uh, you know, in the future. But, um, you know, I also have the opportunity to hopefully help some guys if, if they do go through that. I, I kind of know what it's like. And um, you know, maybe that can be a resource for, for your other, other kids. Yeah. Well, so obviously college probably didn't go as planned for you, obviously. Um, yeah. what was the turning point afterwards? Obviously you graduate and you, did you know, right when you graduated, like I'm going to turn pro or were you like, let's see how the summer goes. Yeah. Um, man, that's a good question. So I, <laughs> I wanted to stay amateur that summer because I, it was the first summer that I had been able to get into some of the, like the, the, the major amateur events. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was like four or five amateur tournaments that I really wanted to play in that I, that I got into because of how I played, um, that year. And so, yeah, you know, I, I guess I thought I, no matter what, I always would have turned pro, um, cause that's just what my lifelong dream has been, you know, that's what right. I, work towards my entire life um so yeah you know i would i would say i would have turned pro no matter what but that summer i finished off on a on a good note but the last tournament i played um so you know that was a good time to, to turn after uh after that summer mm-hmm. but i mean you know what you see so many guys like they don't show up until they're 28, 30 years old. You know, that golf is such a long journey, you know, and it's just like, you don't have to show up when you're 23, 24, 25. And we see those guys like JT and Xander and, you know, nowadays like Cameron Young, right? I mean, I played against Mm -hmm. Cameron Young in in junior golf and Sam Burns and all those guys. We're we're big Cam Young podcasts. Okay, well... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, got a Kim Young, I got a Kim Young story for you. Oh, we need it. If uh, <laughs> you guys want it. Oh, we, we need that. That's so, for sure. So Kim Young, uh, my sister, I have this older sister who's a, who's a PJ professional herself. And she worked at the golf course um, that Kim Young was a member at. His dad was the head pro at Sleepy Hollow, or I guess still is the head pro at Sleepy Hollow, yeah. which is in New York. And my sister worked for uh, for Cam's dad. And when I qualified for the U.S. Junior in 2014, um, I faced Cam in the first round of match play. And that was his either like, I think it was his senior year. I think it was his last year being able to play in the uh, U.S. Junior. And he was like a, he was a top 10 seed. He was probably like an eight seed. And I was like a 56 uh, seed, you know, something like that. Right. 
And so, you know, he had no idea who, who I was, but I knew who he was because of my sister. And I ended up beating him on like the 17th hole um, of that first round of match play. And uh, the best part is my caddy couldn't caddy for me the next, the next day for the next round. And so at lunch, Cam Young offered to caddy for me in the next round of match play. And uh, which was, I was like, sure, man, like that, that'd be awesome. I need a caddy. <laughs> and, you know, looking back on it, I didn't realize how, you know, cool of a gesture that was, right? Here's somebody who was, you know, top ranked in, in the country, his last U.S. junior, and just got beat by a, basically a nobody, you know, me at the time. And then he offers to caddy for me and we're up against John Pack, who, you know, graduated from Florida State, you know, was top five. I think PJ Toru, you um, all American. And we ended up beating John Pack the next round. Um, and then in the round of eight uh, or maybe sweet 16, I faced Will Zalatoris and um, I lost to Will Zalatoris on the last hole in 18th hole. Um, and he ended up winning the golf tournament. So it was, it was, it was so cool. It was such a cool experience to have Cam caddy for me. And, uh, I guess, you know, I guess I can say I've, you know, I've beaten him and he's caddy for me. So, and now he's, now he's wow. doing great things. So That's cool. yeah, that, that was a, that was an awesome, awesome couple of days there. And, um, that was, that was, it's a, it's a good story to tell. Well, the golf world is so small. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're big Zal Torres fans too, for the most part. Oh yeah. 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 Zal. And yeah, what I, and one thing I'm learning, oh, you know, as I watch more and more golf, like this year I've watched more golf than I have in any other year. You know, I've always been a fan, but definitely more casual than anything. I just like to play, but you, you don't, I don't realize how many of these guys, you know, went through the same type of grind that you went through high school, and almost every single one of these guys played college golf. That's something that you don't really realize because I don't know, maybe a lot of these imports, if a good example is like this Ju Young Hing, Ju Young Him Kim kid that okay. he, he just turned 20 years old. Yep. And you hear about all these young guys coming out on tour, getting exemptions and all that. You don't realize yep. that they went through college and college golf. I guess it's kind of like college baseball where you don't really think where these guys come from. All of a sudden they're just, they're boom, they're just there. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's certainly uh, the case for the top guys. Um, and I guess those are the only ones you really hear about. You don't hear about the other 95% that go through a journey, you know, that's full of ups and downs. Right. Um, even Cam Young and Zally, I mean, they were teammates at Wake Forest and they both struggled a lot. They both had, some pretty, I mean, I know Zally had some pretty big issues, you know, whether it was putting wise or full swing wise. And I think, I mean, Cam had a pretty good uh, career, but it wasn't like, you know, they were both uh, like four-year All-Americans, you know, I don't believe at all um, in, in college. So um, things change, you know, things change from, from junior golf to college golf to professional golf. It, it all changes. So um yeah it's it's really interesting to look at the uh everybody's career path for sure yeah so that's one thing i wanted to ask about how uh obviously you've played in some played in a lot of mini tour events things like that obviously you're having a really good year yep uh, you just won the waterloo which was a pretty big one 
Yeah, I didn't um, realize how big it was until I won. Until you won. So, I mean, what's it like playing in those kind of events, which obviously aren't huge, but Waterloo was a decent right. one, but compared to like a corn ferry where it's like, basically, I mean, you're on tour. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Um, well, let's see. You know, Waterloo was so... Waterloo was like, we signed up. We signed up for it last minute. My my buddy and I that I live with, he's also he just graduated Georgia Tech. Um, he just turned pro, and because we were gonna do the Springfield Illinois Corn Ferry Monday qualifier, and then we were gonna do Springfield Missouri Corn Ferry Monday qualifier, and they're a week apart, right? So if you don't Monday qualify into the first one, it's like, what are you gonna do for a week? Uh, you're not gonna go back home. You know, it's already out there, right? So we just signed up for, we were like, what tournament is in between these two Monday qualifiers? <laughs> and it happened to be Waterloo. And we were like, do we want to do this? Like, there's a ton of players. Like, you know, it's a thousand dollar entry fee. Um, it's in the middle of absolute nowhere, Waterloo, Iowa. And, uh, but we were like, first place is 50,000. So let's give it a shot. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, he, he uh, my buddy unfortunately missed the cut and he ended up catting for me in, in the final round. Um, and, you know, I just, I, I just, I played the round of my life, really. I played extremely well. Um, but then, like, literally, we left the, pres- the trophy presentation, drove uh, like six and a half hours to Springfield, Missouri, got in out at 2 a.m. Uh, his tea time was at like seven. So I had to wake up, drive him to the golf course, went back to the hotel, fell asleep for like four hours, woke up, shot like 65 or 66 and Monday qualified for the corn fairy tournament. Um, and then, and then you're there that week. So, um, but like, as far as the vibe goes, it's, it's a lot different. I mean, those guys, you know, those guys are basically PJ tour players, right? top 25 50 of those guys you know have either played pj tour events or or you know have their pj tour card or they're, they're gonna get their pj tour card so it's a it's a big jump um and being that i've played in three now i've gotten pretty used to it i know it's a, it's the small things like it's the tour trucks being there like you have the equipment vans yeah. you know you have uh, everybody's got, you know, a staff bag, everybody has sponsors. There's, these are real, you know, it's, it's the real deal. And, you know, there's grandstands and, uh, you know, you have badges that say PJ tour on them. Like it's, it's just the small things that it's, you're like a kid in a candy shop where yeah. you want to soak up all those things and, uh, just, you know, get the most out of your experience, but at the same time, you then have to like focus on actually playing golf. And yeah. um, so there's a lot of things that go on during that week. You know, you gotta, you all, you have to find a caddy all of a sudden, you know, for that whole week. Um, you have to get another hotel for the week. You have to find a, a car, rent a car. I mean, those, those things seem quite simple, but when everything's going on at once, it's, it's a lot more complicated than people think. Um, you obviously haven't slept much. So there's just a lot of things that 
being a Monday qualifier, kind of you get thrown out of your rhythm um, compared to just going week to week to week, you know, like most of those guys. So it's, it's, but you know what, it's a ton of fun. And uh, if you can put together a couple of solid rounds and, and make the cut and play the weekend, it's, I mean, it's, you're literally, I mean, it's a dream come true that that's what, you know, I've wanted to do for my entire life and hopefully, uh, you know, a long career down the road. So um, right. it's, it's, it's a ton of fun. Hey, Will, I just wanted to, so I caddied on tour for three years and I still will occasionally. It's just, okay. I'm going to instruct myself. So it's kind of tough yeah. to get out there, but yeah. Um, Who'd you, so I was, for? I, you know, uh, Billy Tom Sargent. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. BT yeah. Sargent. Yeah. And then I, I had another bag, Patrick Sullivan for a little while. He's a coach at UALR now. Okay. Nice. Um, so, you know, I did, I did a few PGA things. I just want to kind of, ask you a question about Mondays right so yeah our first year we didn't have great status and then yep. last year and this year he's you know he's got good status so he's playing their week um sure so we, we did a lot of PGA Mondays uh where you know you can go out and shoot six under the courses are a little harder and yep. you're in it and some of yep. these very Mondays it's like you shoot 65 and you might go home uh, what yeah. what what feeling do you have in a Monday qualifier um, that it's only like you're, it's a unique breed of golf because you're firing at every pin. You have to make as many birdies as you can. And, you know, we've even been with guys that, uh, we got paired there in Baddeley one time at a Monday out yeah. in Vegas for the Shriners. And yep. it's like, he makes a double and he, he, he just goes home. I mean, yeah, it's just, yeah. A, it's a crazy breed of golf, you know? Yeah. So I just kind of want to pick your brain on what you think of uh, being in something like that. Yeah. Well, uh, clearly this year I've, I've enjoyed playing in them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think I've played in like nine, nine Mondays, maybe 10 Mondays this year. And, uh, I am, I think I'm like 50 something under par for, for those, <laughs> for those rounds and made three of them. So, um, like you said, extremely hard. It seems like PJ Mondays are easier than corn frame Mondays. So we've had this discussion all year long or the last like five or six weeks. And because of the, the corn frame schedule winding down and everything. And, um, like I had a buddy who just Monday into the Wyndham shot six, like won it. And, and now he's in a PJ tour event. And, who, was it's it like, Mickey? Mickey Demora got that, in today. Uh, Blake, Blake McShay. Oh yeah, yeah. So I beat I beat Blake and I won the final group of the G Pro Tour Championship. Uh, this, okay. This year at the end of June, and I end up uh, winning that. So, but Blake just moneyed in, and it's like I've shot I shot six in Charlotte at the Corn Ferry Monday, waited at the course for six hours for and didn't even get into a playoff. Yeah. So. Like, I mean, it's, you know, it took seven a couple of times in Louisiana. Um, but you know what? I mean, I, I, I like them. I, I think it, it's good for my game to go out there and know you just have to make birdies. And it's like, so I know I can do it. Right. So I've already I've already beaten half the people because half the people there don't think that they can do it. Um, the other half, they're like another third of the people aren't good enough they might think they can do it, but they're not good enough to shoot six, seven, eight under. Right. So now you're only trying to beat like 15, 20 guys. And we all kind of know like who those guys are. 
and and then it's just whoever can get hot and do it so the courses yeah the courses are pretty easy um but there's a couple that are that are good like i shot six two weeks ago in springfield and that got in um but it was close it was only like one spot away from a playoff um so you know um I, I like the style. I, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy going out there. You, you got to make a bunch of birdies. You got to play well. But at the same time, you know, I have, I have buddies who play 11 holes and it's near the parking lot and they just go home, you know. Right. So I, I didn't understand that. I don't necessarily like that. I think you should try to you should play all 18 and try and learn, learn something, you know, use it as an opportunity to try and get better. Um, but I also understand it if – maybe you have a six, seven hour drive and you know, you're not going to get in and you want to get home and, you know, have a full day the next day instead of the next day being a travel day. So there's a lot that goes into it, but, and I understand both sides, but I still think it's like, all right, you're there, play all 18, you know, shoot, even if you shoot four or five under and you, or three or four under, and you know, you know, you're not going to get in, at least that's a, a completed round of under par golf, you know, in the sixties, right. you know, that can be a, a confidence booster um, to, to some people. Like that's, that's, that's a good round. I mean, mark it down. Like you just shot 68, 69. Sure. You're not going to get in, but you know, you, you played us all around. So I think there's learning opportunities there. Um, and, you know, hopefully next year I'll do some PJ Mondays and or have corn fair status and um, you know, get into a few of those events. So it's going to be fun. Yeah, absolutely. So, so uh, what's on the plate for this fall? Just Q school. Yeah. Q school. I just moved uh, apartments literally this week. I'm still not really done moving in. Um, so I took this week off next week. I'm actually going to be, uh, I'm going to see my parents in Providence and coming home for the first time in like two years. So oh, yeah. Um, Welcome back. I'm the only yeah. one. I'm the only, only one still, still around Rhode Island. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm in so, New York and we got Anthony Naples between Naples and Hartford. So. Okay. Yeah. What yeah. was, uh, what was your favorite course here in Rhode Island that you played? Besides Cranston, because I mean that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. Have you played um, Shelter? I have played Shelter only once, though. That's my favorite, without a doubt. Um, yeah, Shelter's money. Yeah, I need to get back. I need to get to Shelter. That's how um, we all met. Anthony, Sam, and I all caddy there. So obviously, okay. Sam and I are brothers. But that's how we met Anthony caddying at yep. Shelter. I I took a couple lessons from uh, Peterman. No. Um, Robinson. Yeah, Rob, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's got like a yeah. garage there now set up. Yeah. Yeah. He was good. He, that was in the depths of my struggles. That was because I, I, sophomore year, after sophomore year in college, I went home for the whole summer. And I literally didn't play a single golf tournament. I, I caddied at Round Country Club like every day. I just played um, there. Oh, really? <laughs> First time. Yeah. Okay, we're back after a brief intermission. We left off asking Will how much he misses Rhode Island because obviously he's he can't wait to get back here. So um, picked up where we left off talking. 
you said you carried at Rhode Island for a year when you were uh, yeah. down, down in the dumps a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Um, yeah. Rhode Island Country Club was great. Met a ton of really good members there uh, and caddies. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to coming back. You know, I'm going to play, I think, with uh, a member at Rhode Island Country Club one of the days. Um, we're going to go to a, we're going to go to a Red Sox game, my family and I. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. But my favorite course, I would say, is – I mean, I, I played at Wanamoisa for like two years. So I, I, I had the privilege and, and honor of, of being an honorary member there uh, for two years before I went to school. Um, so that was awesome. Um, but you know what? It's a dark horse, but my grandparents were, were members at uh, Warwick Country Club. Great answer. Round of applause for Will. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, so I took my first lesson at Warwick Country Club. Uh, and we used to go down there, you know, on the weekends and use the pool. And we had July 4th there. And I just loved playing there. I thought the course was so good. It's not, you know, the hardest golf course in the world. But the condition's underrated. The layout's underrated. And you can't get better than the views. And okay. Just... I was hoping you would say that. That's where I'm a member at now. Oh, so, really? So that's where yeah. I play yeah. at. Yeah. If you ever want around, just let me know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> get awesome. you out there cool. for sure. I'm sure so, you have other connections as well, but. No, I mean, not really, um, to be honest. But, yeah, Warwick Warwick was always uh, at the top of my list. So Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, awesome. Yeah. I have a love-hate with Warwick. Yeah, Sam loves that place. Okay, he always yeah. plays well there. It's, 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 got, it's got some good home course advantage where I can, I can still beat him whenever we play because... Gotcha. Uh, Donald Ross drives me nuts, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. That's great to hear. They just redid the whole pool, so the whole pool is new. New super oh, wow. in over the past couple of years. Um, nice. Actually, you probably know Metacomets no longer, so... Um, is that officially is that officially done? Yeah, they done? they're they're okay. done. Uh, I think last year was the last year to get out there. Got it. Um, so Warwick, you know, we grabbed their superintendent, and um, things are yeah, it's it's it's, it's great. Uh, so that Please. was I was secretly hoping you were going to say that because it is a dark horse, and yeah, uh, I, I love it too. Yep, it's awesome. It's awesome. Okay. Do you guys have any last uh, last questions or comments? Uh, I don't think I'm so. Not I, sure if I cool. really answered the question about what I was doing in the like this the rest of the year. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the uh, rest of the and may, maybe uh, even next year's outlook? Like, wh what are your goals here coming up? Um. Yeah. So really, just like I said, taking a couple weeks off here. Um, been a really busy last six, seven months. And then really it's just Q school, uh, corn fairy tour Q school. So there's four stages. Um, I'm exempt into, uh, the second stage. Um, so that, that's big. Um, and, uh, that starts the second week of September. So I have a good, like three, like four or five weeks here to just kind of regroup. Um, and not necessarily just like get ready for it. Cause I don't ever want to focus too hard on one specific thing and make it out to be a bigger deal than it really is. Um, 
but that's definitely, you know, the goal is to get through Q school and you make it to the final stage and you get onto the corn fairy tour, you get, you know, corn fairy tour membership. So, um, you know, the, the goal for the, for the end of the year is to get, get to the final stage and, and place well there to, to get full status on the corn fairy tour. Um, now if that doesn't happen, it's been an extremely good last seven, eight months. So, you know, I'm not going to be, you know, distraught about it. Um, but that's just, that's just our goal. So, uh, we want to do well there and uh, that'll set us up for the rest for the next year, as far as, you know, a schedule, a tour to play on and, and sponsorships that you know, will, will come with that. Um, so that's what we're, uh, working towards and, um, you know, that'll round out the year. So what's your first choice for site for Q school? Irish Creek. Uh, okay. it's just north of Kannapolis or it's just north of Charlotte in Kannapolis, North Carolina. Yeah. Um, I played a tournament there in like May. So I, when I saw that, and then when I saw it, I was exempt to it or exempt to that stage, I, I chose that location. Yeah. We did the one in Utah two years ago and it, I think we were 22 under and finished like fifth. So they took it oh, deep wow. and then, then we did yeah. Dothan. Um, yeah. Yeah, and Dothan, it's tough. We got through there. It was it was not easy. And then finals, yeah. the weather was brutal in Savannah. Uh, yeah, you're playing this, both those two years ago. Was this last year? Two years ago. Two years okay. ago. So I'm I'm go, I'll go to Dothan for. I mean, okay, yeah. So it's technically called second stage, but the third stage for those people. I I, I explain it because people who don't know Q school. I, I knew what you it. meant when you said second stage. Uh, like you're not exempt into second stage. You're exempt yeah. in the first stage, but it's the right. second stage because it's a pre Q stage. Yeah. Yeah. So the PJ tour, of course, has to be. Uh, I use a profanity word to describe it, but they have to be hard about it and call it pre qualifying first stage, second second stage, final stage. But in reality, it's just one, two, three, four. So, um, but yeah, Dothan was my next choice or is my site for the following stage. It's a good course. It's real good. It's fair. I mean, it's challenging, but yeah. and then finals, if it's gettable, but the weather when we were there was like, you know, November for right. uh, in Savannah. In I mean, Savannah. It was is it the, it's the landings, rain. right? Say that again. It's the landings. Yeah. The landings, Marshwood and Magnolia. Okay. Cause I played deer Creek deer, uh, yeah. at the, for the club car championship. Club car championship. Yep. There's like yep. seven tracks in there. So, okay. Yeah. Well, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a good stretch and hopefully we'll be playing golf until that first week in November. Awesome. So, all right. Well, if that's all we've got, then. I think we're, we're all set here. You always have um, an open invitation to come back on anytime and shoot the shit or awesome. whatever. So awesome. And if you ever want to play Warwick, just send me a DM and we'll figure it out. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, uh, thank you guys for having me on and um, hopefully we'll be spending some more time in Rhode Island sometime soon and we can all get together. Sweet. For sure. All right. Best of luck. Right, man. Good yeah, luck. Good all luck right. this year. Yes, sir. You got it. Have a great night, guys. Thank you. Yeah. You too. All Thanks right. again. Yep. Okay. That was Rhode Island's own Will Dixon. Uh, first guess of 200 par. I think it went swimmingly. Gentlemen, how do you, how do you feel coming away from that? It's good. It's a good interview. 
really good. Yeah. He's it, a good interviewee. Yeah. 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 He was. Look out for more, uh, look out for more guests because we got, we got some in the pipeline. So, so well, yeah, uh, especially with off season yeah. coming up, we need, uh, we need to start getting on that, but we are, we're, don't worry. We'll, we'll we got, have content. We got some good ones in the pipeline, folks. Yeah. We're yeah. going to be more proactive about it. Um, obviously we have FedEx cup playoffs still. So we got that going for us, but, uh, we'll, we'll yeah. But how it. are we going to bet that? I feel like at, at least, I don't know. I don't know about the tour championship, but we can bet the other ones. Yeah. Tour championship is going to be tricky with the Wyndham this yeah, week. So Wyndham this week, weak field creates value. Yeah, we say yes. that every week. No, no, no. This we got... is... I know. Who, Kim who, is the best player here. Who? Siwoo is like the top guy. I think you said Ju Hyung. I was like, well, yeah, obviously. When are we? When, are, when should we uh, tease this uh, interview? Uh, should we wait till we hit a certain milestone or should we just nah, surprise? We'll just, uh, I think, I think we just drop it this week at some point. It's right? good for the pod, okay. man. It's good. It's yeah. a good switch up and uh, you know, we'll just keep ha- like, we, I got guests in the pipeline. So, yeah. Right. So like we said, we've got with off season coming up in the next month or two um, as the golf betting will die down, the uh, guest content will start rising up. So that was first one. Again, that is Will Dixon, a name to keep your eye out on for. Obviously, if you follow the Corn Ferry Tour, keep an eye on out for our boy um, from Rhode Island. Some uh, some decent Rhode Island players here to, to keep an eye. I think, um, I mean, I know another Rhode Islander, Patrick Welch, is playing in a PGA event in October. He qualified after winning a, a college like tournament. A, yeah. He's like a half Rhode Islander, but yeah. Yeah, well, he went to high school here. That's good enough for me. What about the, uh, what about the kids at Notre Dame? O'Leary, Andrew O'Leary, yeah. Chatfield. I haven't heard much about Chatfield lately, actually, but I know he's like he's like number twelve in the PGA Tour. You, oh really? Like that. He's that top good? twenty, I think. Is yeah. Oh yeah. So I played in a tournament with O'Leary last week at the at Montop. He he shot an opening round six over. Very unlike him. Wow, that is unlike him. He barely made the cut. The cut was six over, and I think he still finished top five. The next day, because he played 36 day two, I think he, he finished top five or top 10 out of, you know, the 40 or so that made the cut. So he battled back and played well, but it was really tough conditions. I, I don't know, obviously, what went wrong with his round, but 30 mile an hour wins at a, a, if, if you're not used to playing, on the water. Yeah. yeah, if you're not playing, if you're not used to playing in the wind or at that course or a combination of both, you're going to struggle, but he'll be fine. Yeah, he's he's been really good. He doesn't play in Rhode Island events anymore. Because even if he goes out there, like he didn't play in the AM this year, because he, even if he goes out there and wins, it hurts his, his ranking. ranking. Yeah. It hurts it because the field is so weak compared to, you know, his, his college tournaments and everything. So that's yeah. why we haven't seen him too, too much um, in Rhode Island stuff anyways. All right. So yep. that's, that's, we're going to wrap it up here. Good job, boys. Um I don't know how you guys panned out during the rocket mortgage, but uh, I made out pretty well. So I think just my Cam Young top five. I double. I bet him on like Thursday and Saturday. I think I'm, I'm Cam Honestly, Young had a great had a great week. Obviously, we talked about I, it. I normally love the live stuff, and after two rounds, I had this gut feeling that Final was winning back to back, and just didn't just didn't do anything with it. Um, 
and sure enough, he not won. So he he's scary if he gets into a groove, right? Watch like, out, Tony learned dude, how to this, win, boys. We could that's be what I mean. This a, guy was an ATM for years and could not win, and now he's putting it together. It's kind of scary. I mean, he went how yeah. long in between wins, and now he just rattled off. He's the first player since like. 2017 to win back-to-back weeks by three or under or more 2019 2019 okay Brendan Todd but yeah Dal Torres is playing this week he is well he better after yeah. his like hey, I said the he, biggest you know, name Zal Torres actually Zal Torres backdoor to top 20 this week somehow I don't know if you saw that but he shot like Sunday 64 to backdoor top 20 yeah so, um, I mean, we'll have bets. We're going to record tomorrow night for the actual bets, right? Yeah. Yep. So double episode this week. Yeah. Double episode this yeah. week. Um, field really isn't that bad. All right. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Then. Yeah. I mean, I've had success in these fields that like aren't necessarily the top studs, but a little bit of both. Like last week, you know, you have, you've got a can't lay Zal Torres, Cam Young, those type of guys where they have good value for top 20s. Cam Young right. for top 20 this week was plus 125. Ooh, Are you kidding yeah, me? Our, our, yeah, our that's, that's free. Yep. Yeah, so yeah. be on the lookout oh, for yeah. that. Like I said, two episodes this week. I don't know what the order will drop in and anything, but um, yeah, good interview. Good first interview. Will was great. It was great to have him on. Wish him the best of luck in his Corn Ferry endeavors. As If you're not familiar with Corn Ferry and, and the grind, you can see how much of a grind it really is because he, he, you know, when he was talking about, um, you know, he went out and won a tournament then had to drive back, get it. And then he had to drop his buddy off at 7am tea time. Then he went back to nap and then he had like a 12pm tea time. And then he shot 65. Like that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's also a- the fact that you can shoot 65 in a Monday qualifier and go home. Yeah. So that should put into yeah. perspective. the Yeah. The U- yeah. Like today, the Utah scores were insane. Six under, you Six under, you went to the car, and you weren't even close to a playoff. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. It is. Yep. That's so, life, though. Yep. Yeah, All that's right, a well, life. It, it also shows you how much talent is out there and how much talent we'll, we'll see here in the next few years. I mean, there's if you're shooting yeah. 65s and going home, that's – Yeah, endless yeah, it's, only, it's only going to make you better at the end of the day, yeah. so – there's more, there's more Cam Youngs in the pipeline, which is crazy. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's, it's cool. So, all right. Well, I'll talk to you guys tomorrow, and we, the people will hear this whenever we decide to drop it. So right. I will talk to you guys next time. Cool. All right, guys. See you.